The Money Podcast by best-selling author of Money, Rob Moore, dives into how to make, manage, and master money. How to know more, make more, and give more. How to save, invest, and raise money. The Money Podcast is for anyone who wants to make more money in a job, profession, or passion. For money masters and money disasters. They say money doesn't make you happy. Rob says it does. Hi, it's Rob Moore here. Now, the word financial independence, it's thrown around a lot. And I don't think a lot of people know what it means. Uh, And in this short podcast, I'm going to give you some home truths about financial independence. Whilst this is targeted for everybody, it's also specifically for people who aren't the main breadwinner in the house. So you're a husband of a wife who is the career driven person. You're the wife of a husband who brings in the money. Uh, And I know a few people recently who've just been divorced and all of a sudden, one of the people in the divorce has no means to earn money. And whilst they had plenty of money in their partnership, they now are left with little or no money. I know people who uh, go through splits and then they say that their partner is taking them to the cleaners. So, The definition of financial independence or financial freedom is not just a sizable amount of money that you earn. The key is the independence factor, i.e. if there was a war, if there was uh, an act of terror, if there was a, a massive divorce, if you were left on your own financially, you can still survive and thrive. That is financial independence. You have assets that produce income. You have capital that gives you years or decades of living without having to work or earn or sell. That is financial independence. So um, I've had people approach me recently to do content for women who have maybe used to looking after the home or having a a backseat role in the revenue generation for the family or about divorcing and and how you manage your affairs. Now, um, I'm not a divorce expert, thankfully, um, but I say this to you as a stark warning as well as caring for you and friendly advice. Even if you're in a really happy marriage, even if you feel like you've got a great team financially with you and a partner, If you are not the main breadwinner, I uh, am recommending to you that you have to take some provision to look after yourself. Now, that doesn't have to be behind the back of anyone. That could be uh, as an agreement with your, your existing partner. You need your own bank accounts. You need your own source of income, even if it's only part time. You need your own savings, your own capital, because you never know what could happen. So you might want your own assets in your own name. You may want uh, your own little business that is independent of anyone else that generates income for you. Um, Otherwise, you could be out stuck um, and fighting and scrapping to draw in any kind of money. I don't want you to go through that. Now, here are a few practical steps to do that. So first thing is you want to make sure that you have a capital reserve that's yours. Um, And that could be an ISA. Uh, I like having ISAs because you can roll up your tax-free allowance. And that could just be a savings account in your name, not a joint name. 
that's the first thing. And um, each month, you just want to make sure you knock a bit across, knock a bit across, knock a bit across, knock a bit across. Might not seem like a lot at first, but it will build up, start getting into that habit. The second thing is you want to build assets that produce income. So if there is, uh, you know, a force majeure, divorce, um, you know, illness, this might not actually be anything to do with splitting with a partner, but it could be illness. It could be incapacity to work for months or longer. If you have assets that produce income, that could be intellectual property. That could be a property, a physical property. That could be books and audio books. That could be licenses, franchises. That could be a business that's mostly outsourced, that has management that you don't have to work in day to day. If you have that asset or assets, multiple streams of income is preferable, then you have income coming in regardless of your capacity to work. Therefore, if you have to take time off, if you're incapacitated, then you're still getting income. The the third thing that you may want to do is have your own independent business. Um, So that could be some kind of e-commerce business, you know, where you're selling products and services and and you're drawing the income from that. That's independent. It's yours and yours only. Um, That could be a trading business. You could uh, sell things. That could be a business that's of your skill. I don't know, maybe you're an artist, a creative, um, and you can create and make things. Um, Again, a way to have your own income stream coming in. The fourth thing is you want a will uh, and you want to make sure that written into your will. I'm not a a lawyer, so I'm not going to be giving you any legal advice on this. You want to get good legal advice, but you want to make sure you've got a will so that um, eventualities are covered off in the event of um, your passing or the passing of someone related to your estate. The next thing is um, insurances. So we have key man insurance on me for um, millions of pounds. We have key man insurance on my business partner for millions of pounds. We have a plan for share allocation if something happens to me or my business partner and we decided it should go to nearest family and not to each other if all my shares go to mark if something happens to me he might drive me down to the edge of dover and knock me off the cliff um so uh, i actually was um, i have a small mortgage on this house it's, it's, it's um, a, a big house um uh, with a small mortgage i thought well i might as well have some kind of mortgage on it um it's not the best use of capital um, having it all fully paid off. But actually, then I changed my mind and I thought I might as well just knock this mortgage off. I can just afford to pay it off. So I started knocking it off. thought I'd get it paid off within one to three years. And Mark said, what are you doing? And I was like, well, I'm just getting rid of the mortgage. Don't, don't need a mortgage. And why? And, he's, and I said, well, if something happens to me, then the kids and you know my wife, they're looked after. And he was like, well, we have insurance on you for a few million quid. So they'll get paid out if something happens to you. Um, but also, um, if your mortgage is two, two and a half percent, and you can get 6 8% return on your money, it's actually a bad use of capital paying the mortgage down. So yes, you could pay your mortgage down and reduce your um, actual mortgage costs, um, but actually having some kind of life insurance on your name might actually be a, a better use and payoff and, and, and risk aversion strategy. Um, the next thing, so we're on maybe number six now, is you want to make sure that you limit your outgoings. So if you have big overheads, try and chop them down. Make sure you don't have big loans that where you're paying a lot of interest. Maybe you don't have a huge mortgage. Uh, maybe you don't have, you know, um, loads of direct debits coming out. Um, or if you have got quite a big overhead, have the ability to thin that overhead really quickly if something happens. If you can halve that overhead overnight, then, you know, you might be able to um, endure some kind of difficult situation, force majeure, divorce, massive, like, you know, about... 
Six people I've spoken to I mean, in the last two weeks have had a massive tax bill, myself included. A massive tax bill could just drain all of your money. So um, I say this as a, someone who cares for you and as a stark warning. Even if you're in a great partnership, a great family, a great marriage, a great relationship, and you feel like everything is good, financial independence means that you can look after yourself. If a business partner screws you over, you know, if a, a joint venture partnership, you know, that's a big challenge. If a developer goes bust on you, are you secure independently? That is the definition of financial independence. And people don't get that. They use that word and they just think it's like, oh, I've got money. No, it's independent of everybody else. So if you follow those six or seven steps, start now. You might not be able to get financial independence within a week, a month or a year. But if you start now, you, you'll build yourself towards it um, because I don't want you to be stuck and out on a limb. So I hope this has been useful to you. If you think that there's more people out there in the world that need to know this, that need to be um independently secure, need to take full and personal responsibility for your or their finances. Please do share this um, wherever you share your stuff on social media. Um, so thanks for tuning in. Uh, and remember, if you don't risk anything, you risk everything. Don't put your finances to chance. Make sure that you are fully responsible.